Could a national bill repeat Texas's tragic mistake? Today, we'll speak to national civil justice expert Joanne Dorsho about H.R. 1215. Uh, the voters in this country did not elect politicians uh, to go to Washington to strip away rights that are guaranteed by state governments or to strip away constitutional rights that people have. That's for sure. I'm Tori Summerman. You're listening to Texas Tells. In 2003, Texas passed radical medical malpractice laws under the guise of improving patient access to care and improving medical care by reducing the purportedly burdensome lawsuits. Fourteen years later, these promises have not been kept, and patients, their families, and taxpayers have paid the price. Now a similar bill is being sold on the national stage. H.R. 1215, named by its proponents as the Protecting Access to Care Act of 2017, places caps on the damages patients can recover, no matter how egregious the harm, among other harsh provisions. The bill greatly reduces the accountability of unsafe hospitals and incompetent doctors, and puts the legal rights of patients at risk, much like Texas's laws did in 2003. Texans played an important role on both sides of the bill's House floor debate last month. Representative Pete Sessions of Texas, in favor of H.R. 1215, and Representative Steve Cohen of Tennessee, opposed, debated the merits of the bill in an amendment offered by Sessions. This is just an amendment, a bad amendment, that makes a bad bill worse. And all those folks from Texas ought to be going to Austin. This is where this belongs, is in Austin, not in Washington. I mean, this is shutting the courthouse door and closing down juries and not having faith with the American people. It's a power grab from Washington. It's the swamp draining over to flood the state houses of all 50 of our states. Mr. Chairman, I believe the gentleman, Mr. King, has argued the point very successfully, and that is we believe it is in the best interest of not only the taxpayer, but physicians Physicians who have used their training, their expertise, and their knowledge to perform the necessary missions that are necessary. When those physicians do make mistakes, and mistakes will happen, then we believe that the rights of those that are afforded in California and Texas would be consistent with those that would be great for the country. We're willing to share, and we appreciate the opportunity to present this. The national bill is already shaping up to be worse than the legislation Texas passed 14 years ago. And nearly a decade and a half in, the Texas experience has revealed a trail of broken bodies and lives ended or altered forever, with insurers and the worst medical providers reaping the greatest rewards. Today, we'll speak to national civil justice expert Joanne Dorsho about the effect H.R. 1215 would have on patients across the country and what Texans can do to stop the dangerous legislation. Joanne Dorsho is the founder and executive director of the Center for Justice and Democracy, a national consumer organization dedicated to protecting the legal justice system located at the New York Law School. She's been fighting so-called tort reform efforts like H.R. 1215 at the center since 1998, testifying before the U.S. Congress and numerous state legislatures around the country. I guess we could say there's been an attack on the civil justice system um, by major corporations and other huge lobby groups that's been going on for the last 40 years or so, um, and it kind of ebbs and flows uh, depending on what else is going on in the country. Um, but 
uh, it's definitely a or very well orchestrated and very well funded movement. We we sometimes call this tort reform, but you know basically this is about stripping away uh, the rights of people to access the courts when they've been harmed or injured. And having the legislature insert itself into what the judges and juries do every day in courtrooms and sort of ordering them around and telling them what they can and can't do. Um, there's a lot of insurance industry money, uh, tobacco money, uh, oil and gas, drug and device industry, so major industry money, who are all seeking one thing. They wanted to limit the liability of corporations when they do bad things and harm people. The latest in the effort to strip people's access to the courts? H.R. 1215, a bill that greatly reduces the accountability of unsafe hospitals and incompetent doctors and puts the legal rights of patients at risk. One of the more egregious provisions includes a $250,000 cap on non-economic damages, which about half of the states already have. But as Joanne explains, the federal bill would go a step further. The cap, though, would apply not just to medical malpractice cases, but also, according to the definitions in the bill itself, drug and device cases, nursing homes. So it's a very broad cap, um, and it would impose a cap on states even when the state has determined caps to be unconstitutional or has even written it right in their constitution that the legislature is not allowed to cap damages for people that have been hurt. Um, doesn't matter. This bill would, would establish a cap everywhere. Um, it would allow states that already have caps to keep their cap, but states, half the states don't, and it would impose one. The bill also adds a statute of limitations, which is more restrictive than a majority of state laws. It would also establish a very restrictive statute of limitations, which is the amount of time that you have to file a lawsuit after you've been the victim of malpractice or other kind of harm. And according to the way the bill is written in a very tricky way, it's essentially a one-year statute of limitations, which is more restrictive than just about any state in the country. According to the center, almost every provision in H.R. 1215 overrides the individual rights guaranteed by states, only allowing state laws to survive that are more harmful to patients. The bill includes a federal repeal of state joint and several liability laws, and a ban including a hospital, nursing home, or healthcare provider in a case against a drug company over an unsafe drug. Um, for example, if there is a hospital and a pharmacy and a doctor involved in the same incident, it would, and one of them, let's say, were insolvent and couldn't pay damages, um, normally the law is the other party pick up the tab so the victim isn't having to pay for that injury themselves, but this bill would eliminate that concept called joint and several liability. And there, there's another really ridiculous provision that really would benefit the drug industry by preventing doctors from being brought into cases where there is both potential malpractice and uh, a product liability case against a drug company. Um, and the reason that helps drug companies is if you keep these claims separate and don't allow juries to look at all of the facts together, then it gives the drug companies the ability to just point the finger at another party like the doctor and say, well, it's their fault and they're not in the case. And it makes the jury concerned about establishing 
some kind of liability if they haven't been able to hear all the facts. So ultimately, this is a provision that would help drug companies. Other provisions limit the recovery of injured patients further while letting bad-acting healthcare providers off the hook. Joanne puts it best. There are you know, a dozen different provisions in, in this bill, and every single one of them will hurt patients and the ability of patients to be adequately compensated if they've been harmed. H.R. 1215, much like the laws passed in Texas in 2003, put our children, veterans, stay-at-home parents, and the elderly at the most risk by devaluing their lives. So who are the winners if this bill were to pass? Well, a good way to think about this is what this bill does, it would take money out of the hands of a catastrophically injured child and put it in the pockets of the insurance industry. So it's basically transferring money from the people that have been hurt and should be compensated to insurance companies that pay claims. So the insurance companies get to hang on to the money um, that should go to victims. It's any sort of negligent or reckless or very harmful healthcare provider or drug and device company or uh, a nursing home that is involved in abusing or neglecting a senior citizen in a patient in their in their home they would all be protected while the patients um children seniors um just everybody would are are, are the ones that would be harmed by this bill but as Joanne explains, Americans don't really want this legislation. The voters in this country did not elect politicians uh, to go to Washington to strip away rights that are guaranteed by state governments or to strip away constitutional rights that people have. That's for sure. So we know that. Um, we also know that when the House voted on this bill, um, it almost didn't pass, and I think that that's indicative of how unpopular it is. There, it was not, there was no bipartisan support for the bill. Um, it passed by eight votes. No Democrats voted for it at all. Um, and 19 Republicans voted against it. Texas representatives, interestingly enough, some of the more really conservative ones like Ted Poe and Louis mm-hmm. Gohmert voted against the bill. Um, there is very strong, a very strong conservative opposition to the bill because of its overriding or preemption of state law, which is traditionally in the province of the states. And Congress has never uh, been involved in overriding state laws to, this, to that extent ever in, in history. So there, there are a number of now kind of Freedom Caucus or Liberty Caucus Republicans and some from Texas that have taken very strong positions against this bill. And it's one of the reasons why 19 Republicans voted against it, which we'd never seen before in a medical malpractice type bill. But Texas already passed similar laws in 2003. So why should Texans care? Well, this this bill is really the worst of the worst. Um, So, for example, I, I think that the cap in this bill would apply to more cases than the Texas cap on damages currently applies to because it brings in drug and device cases. Um, it, it's so broad, uh, the, the kinds of cases that it covers. So as bad as Texas is uh, and their laws are for patients, I think this would make things even worse. 
Um, and then there, there are other provisions in the bill, um, one after another, that when taken together, I can't even think of a state uh, that has all of these provisions in it. Uh, it during the House debate, uh, a number of amendments were thrown onto the bill to make it even worse, all kinds of new things that we hadn't even seen before. So when you look at all of these different things co uh, cobbled together, um, I think that this federal bill is worse than pretty much any other state in the country laws right now. Justice for injured patients and their families should be left in the hands of local juries, not politicians in Washington. Here's how you can help. Well, um, the most important thing to do is to call your senators. Um, everybody um, has been calling Senate offices about all kinds of different sort of big ticket items, the, the health care repeal or immigration and other, other things that are happening. And some of these bills like H.R. 1215 uh, are more under the radar and people aren't really paying attention. So it's important for people to um, make sure that sen your senators know that this is a terrible bill and the Senate should not pass it, should not even take it up. Uh, and just let let them know that this is on your radar, because sometimes I think what's happening with Congress right now is things are passing because they think nobody's paying attention. Uh, so we have to make sure that um, they know that te their Texas constituents are paying attention to this bill. Take one minute to tell your U.S. Senator to protect patients and preserve accountability at www.texaswatch.org HR 1215. That's all we have time for today. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Texas Tells. All the music on today's show was performed in-house by Ware Wendell. Texas Tells is a production of Texas Watch. You can learn more at www.texaswatch.org. Thank mm -hmm. you.